It's another special edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 256, Seven Surprises After Tracking Every Penny In and Out of My Life for Nearly Seven Years, part two, by me, Justin Mollick, with BudgetsAreSexy.com. And like yesterday, today's a little different in that I'm reading to you a post that I wrote. I don't do this often, so if you're looking for big names, come back tomorrow or the rest of this week, because it'll be back to normal then. But for now, I wanted to share this guest post that I wrote for BudgetsAreSexy.com. I started this post yesterday, so if you haven't checked out that episode yet, please do. It'll make a lot more sense that way. And I think I'll leave it at that. Let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. Seven Surprises After Tracking Every Penny In and Out of My Life for Nearly Seven Years, Part 2, by Justin Mollick with BudgetsAreSexy.com. Surprise number four, gold or platinum health insurance isn't worth it for me. Being self-employed is expensive. It feels much worse than receiving a paycheck from a company because I have to pay quarterly taxes on my income, which is about a third of my earnings. On top of that, I have to pay for my own health insurance. As a hypochondriac, I opted for the gold plan, thinking that it'd be better long-term, but just three years after quitting my steady job, I'm worth $8,800 less due to monthly health insurance costs. And to add insult to injury, I've only used my quote-unquote awesome gold plan a couple of times. Average cost per year, $3,500, or roughly 10% of my total expenses. Surprise number five, tax season is not only a breeze, but also fun. I don't think you'll hear this anywhere else. Ignoring quarterly taxes, I enjoy tax season. This is what it consists of. Sort my spreadsheet by date and category, eliminate the categories that aren't applicable, send it to my accountant. Done. This whole process takes only a few minutes, and it's fun to see the year as a whole. Surprise number six, despite the odds of winning, playing the lottery makes sense to me. Everyone has their opinion on this and mine is somewhere in the middle. I only play the lottery if the expected return is greater than the cost of the ticket. Basic math shows that your odds of winning the lottery or at least matching all the numbers are horrific. But basic math also shows that when the lottery reaches certain thresholds, your expected return is actually really good when you take into account the smaller prizes. On top of that, the law of utility makes a great case. Even if you played a dollar on the lottery twice a week, you'd only be spending around $100 a year. Is that going to ruin your finances? Probably not if you're listening to this article. However, if you won, would it affect your life? Most definitely, and that's why I play. The lottery also gives back to schools and is run by the state, so it's not like you're supporting a company with bad intentions. As for the numbers, I've spent less than $400 in six years on the lottery and won back 10%. Is a dollar a week worth a chance to win $100 million or even a billion dollars? I think so. Surprise number seven, the juicy details aren't really that juicy. The numbers are fun and tracking finances to this level of detail makes tax season enjoyable, but to me, the biggest impact of this experiment has been my attitude. Just one week of tracking every penny in and out of my life was enlightening, but maybe not in the way you'd expect. I thought I'd find insights about the actual data and where I could save money, And while that was somewhat true, the bigger lesson was one of awareness. Every time I spent any amount of money, which was more than I would have thought, I was thinking about my new spreadsheet. The fact that I'd have to spend time updating my table for this trivial purchase, what it would mean to my balance, and if this expense was actually worth it. This simple homework assignment threw me out of auto-consumption mode and made me question every purchase I made. It's like a meditative practice for minimalists. After six years of doing this, that awareness is stronger than ever. I know what I can afford. I know what it'll mean if I make a large purchase or if I take on a new monthly expense. It's easy to see how this will impact my bottom line and my future finances. The challenge and the template. 
This jolt of mindfulness and awareness is the reason I ask listeners on my podcast to go through this challenge. Track every penny in and out of your life just for one week. Try it. There's no harm. If you struggle and fail, no worries. But if you succeed and you can keep doing it for a month, a year, or more, your awareness will continue to improve and you'll know exactly what you spend and make, and more importantly, what you can afford to spend or make. Does it make sense to move? Can I afford to quit my job to start a business? These questions are easy to answer when all the numbers are nicely summed up by category. Best of all, it only takes a couple of minutes a day to log your receipts if you stick with it. And while I give away my spreadsheet template to listeners of my podcast, I've made it available to Budgets Are Sexy readers for this special occasion. See my numbers. Let's face it, this is probably why you're still reading the article. You wanna see my actual numbers and compare it to your own numbers, whether they're in your head or on Mint or you need a budget or every dollar or in a spreadsheet. Well, all right, but all I ask is that you don't judge me. I'm open to advice and constructive criticism, but let's keep this positive. I'm not putting all this financial information up just to be torn down. Feel free to look over my numbers and share your ideas for improvement, your own experience tracking your income and expenses, or any other relevant commentary. I'll be here stocking the comments. By the way, I've taken out yearly expenses that were less than $100, like the lottery expense or my incredibly cheap haircuts, and more rarely, stuff that I didn't think would add value to this conversation, like accountant fees, driver's license renewal, etc., just to keep this as clean and relevant as possible. Now that that's out of the way, enjoy this window into my personal life. You just listened to part two of the post titled Seven Surprises After Tracking Every Penny In and Out of My Life for Nearly Seven Years by me, Justin Mollick, with BudgetsAreSexy.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. Go Henry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the Go Henry app. And with their Go Henry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. And now that post ends with a picture of my expenses shown to you by category for the last six or so years. So you have to check out the actual post if you wanna see that. It would've been really painful and boring to read you the numbers. And like I said in the post, I am going to be stocking the comments over there. So please come by and leave a comment if you have anything at all to say about it. I'll definitely reply to you if you have any questions or probably even if you just have a short statement. I have a link in the episode description that'll take you straight to the post. And I mentioned in the post that I'm giving away my spreadsheet and video tutorial to readers of Budgets Are Sexy. I've never made it available anywhere else except to those of you who subscribe to my email list at oldpodcast.com. So you can get it there, but if you really wanna make me happy, it'd be awesome if you can subscribe anyway on my site. You'll actually get more than just that spreadsheet. You'll get a couple of other spreadsheets, one on task management that I built just for you, and a really simple retirement planner, which will tell you when you're able to retire based on how you're currently living your life you can change around the numbers to see what you need to do to retire sooner. Also, you'll be entered to win books every month if you're on my mailing list, so more reason to join, and it's totally free. 
So for all of that, go to oldpodcast.com or for a really quick way to join, you can text the word optimal to the number 44222. So that wraps up this post and my two special episodes. Big thanks to Jay Money of Budgets Are Sexy for wanting me to write up a post in the first place. And since we missed Minimalist Monday this week, I'll be reading from one of our minimalist authors in tomorrow's show, where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.